you're listening to Disrupting Balance, the podcast, where we are busting myths and breaking balance. Here's stories from women who are pushing boundaries to navigate the decisions and changes that come with work, womanhood, and winning. I'm your host, Hanifa Barnes, speaker, decision strategist, and master imbalancepreneur. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Hope you enjoy. Hello, and thank you for joining me in this very first episode of my inaugural season of Disrupting Balance, the podcast. I can't wait for you to meet all of the wonderful guests that have stories to tell about how they've embraced the imbalance to navigate the decisions and changes in their lives. What is disrupting balance anyway? Well, if we really look at Webster and consider the dictionary definition, we know that to disrupt is to kind of shake up and move things out of order. Balance is essentially this state of equilibrium or equal distribution. You want to shake up whatever this idea of balance is. If you've ever been to a circus and you've seen an acrobat going across that rope and balancing themselves as they walk very carefully, one foot in front of the other, using their hands to help balance them. And one wrong move, they could fall and crash essentially. But the point is, they're constantly struggling to maintain that balance as they cross that wire to get to the other side. That is balance to me. And when I envision myself going across that tightrope, I think of all the things I was trying to maintain at an equal position in my life in order to prevent myself from falling, whether it was academic pursuits and going to grad school, whether it was growing in my profession and getting promoted or making more money, whether it was being a better mother and going to all of the events and preparing all of the treats and making sure my kids had all the play dates and were at every activity, whether it was trying to be the best wife and try to get home and clean the house or cook or prepare or have things set up and take care of the finances. Whatever it was, I was trying to take all those things in my life and carry them equally across this tightrope. And it got to the point where I knew I just couldn't do it. I was going to crash. There may not have been a safety net. There was just too much going on in my life at once. And so I decided to say, forget it and go ahead and crash. And when I say crash, I'm saying that I decided to embrace my inability to be perfect. I embraced my inability to balance it all because it is absolutely impossible. So whatever I could pick up on one end, I would do. And whenever I could pick up on the other end, I would do that as well. And if I couldn't pick it up, it just wouldn't get picked up until I had the time and the space to do so. So I was no longer walking a tightrope in my life. Instead, I was on a level playing field, managing my own expectations for myself, embracing my imbalance and not forcing myself to meet an expectation that was set for me, but instead to meet expectations that I set for myself. So how many times have you heard the question, tell me about yourself? Early on in my life, 
I really dreaded the question because it would force me to have to think of all of these different intersections and identities that I thought I defined myself as, and that was not comfortable for me for a while. So I decided to incorporate a little bit of everything in answering that question for you. I was born in Monrovia, Liberia and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. I spent the bulk of my life actually in the South and then later left around my early, early 20s while still in college to drive 3,000 miles away cross country to Los Angeles, California. I am also one of six children, the first girl um, out of two. I'm a wife. I've been married 20 years. I have four children ranging in ages from college on down to middle school. I am a Christian. I'm also a lawyer and I went back to law school in my 30s after a teaching career. A few years after that, some years after that, I decided to pursue my master's in business administration. I'm a constant student of the world. I started my professional career as an actor. I lived in LA with my then boyfriend, now husband, as I mentioned earlier, and I was hitting the pavement, became a member of the Screen Actors Guild, have been in commercials, uh, independent films, and that was a great ride while it lasted. And afterwards, I became an educator and taught middle school and high school and eventually was promoted to a dean of students, which is like an administrator in the education field. During my years as a dean of students is when I decided to pursue law school with the goal of helping to shift the education landscape. And so I was working full-time as administrator and then going to law school at night. I had three kids and was pregnant with my fourth. By the second semester of my first year of law school, I gave birth to my fourth child and decided to quit because it was just too much with the intensity of study plus raising an, an infant and three other children. One year later, I returned to law school and went every single semester, including summers, until I was able to graduate. Those years were a blur. I don't remember much. I'm glad they are over. After law school, I left the education space and decided to dabble in some education policy and research and went on to work also in politics and volunteer legal capacities and started my own business and later served in an operations capacity where I've been working and leading for a number of years now. I have about 15 years of experience in managing teams and projects around the idea of understanding change. And to be good at it, you have to be adaptable to the environment around you, but it's most important to have a good understanding of yourself in the midst of that change. And that is how I was able to be successful in leading change because I had a good understanding of my reactions to it. There has been quite an appeal to the idea of disrupting balance. And when my guests have heard it or when I speak to people about it, they really want to know more and are tuned into the fact that these two words, disrupting and balance, coming together to create this active process. And the key to it all is it's an active process. You have to be a participant in developing and creating the life that you want for yourself. How did disrupting balance start anyway? It was 20 years in the making because I couldn't have come to this point without all of my experiences 
starting in college when I was working the graveyard shift at the radio station and up to now where I had the opportunity to have five blogs and two businesses and to come to this point now where I'm actually able to bring all of those skills and experiences together to create disrupting balance. But the true shift for me happened in 2016. I attended this women's conference. It was my first ever women's conference or workshop. And the, the energy was palpable in the room. It was all about this excitement and this idea of growth and pursuit and passion. And one of the panelists was discussing disrupting her industry. And as she spoke about disrupting her industry, I thought, if folks can disrupt industry, can't you also disrupt mindset? And, you know, I didn't do anything with that question. It just kind of sat in my head. But at that conference, I also made a commitment to myself to begin to be the author of my story. And so I started claiming and declaring what I wanted for myself. And at the time of that conference, I was unemployed and desperate to find full-time work. At that conference, I declared, I'm gonna find a senior level role because I'd had the experience, I had the academic pedigree, so why not just go for the gusto? That conference was in February of 16. By August of 2016, I had an offer to serve in a senior level role. Since that time, I've definitely flourished and I've grown. I've had opportunities for other positions, for promotions, for more money. And it's all based in this idea of me claiming something for me. And in order to do that, I really had to understand myself and have a willingness to adapt to change. And that willingness again comes because I understand who I am and how I embrace change. You have to know that about yourself to be able to push forward and push those boundaries of your identity to redefine the life you want for yourself. Last year, May 2019, I graduated from business school and I was ready to take a hard look at what my narrative was because in 16 I told you I had declared something I was riding that wave and now business school was done I picked up a lot of great skills and tools and networks and I thought what are my next steps what is the next part of my story and doing that thinking and that processing about what I wanted next for myself I started capturing my health journey on Instagram because I am a workout enthusiast I love to go to the gym. I love to work out in my basement. I love to run. And so I started capturing that journey on Instagram and sharing my story. And I would get inquiries and questions and folks wanting to know how to do something or they wanted me to send them workouts. But then I realized I'm more than just my workout. Eventually that morphed into a journey around intention that I captured on Facebook and Instagram as well. And the idea was this focus on being purposeful, deliberate, thoughtful, and intentional about what you wanted to create for yourself. Because every year, instead of doing resolutions, I set words of intention. So I have a set of words and I either say them in my mantra or my, I think about them in my meditation or my prayer. And those words are kind of the underlying guiding force for that year. And I tell you, for me, it's done wonders as I've been able to manifest a lot of what I want for myself by being intentional and focusing on those particular words. I thought I'm more than just intention. 
you know? And so I thought through it, I journaled on it and prayed on it and got advice on it and talked to other people. And it eventually became disrupting balance in 2019. I realized that my story starts from my point of weakness. And my weakness was I needed change all the time. I had to change jobs. I changed ideas about what I was going to study in graduate school. I changed ideas about where we should live and we moved often. I was always seeking change because I didn't want to get complacent or feel comfortable in any position or space because I think in some ways that terrified me. That for me was a weakness. I questioned how could I use what I thought was a weakness, this desire for change, towards something beyond just intention. And disrupting balance was formed. In using my weakness for needing change, I was able to turn that into a strength by helping others to navigate and decide on the changes in their lives because I've done it so much. I've navigated decisions and changes when it came to moving up in a position or a role. I've navigated decisions and changes when it came to adjusting for projects based on the funding requirements and what that would look like from an operational perspective. I've navigated decisions and changes in how to go back to school, knowing that I have a busy family, knowing that my husband works a demanding job, knowing that my kids are all going in different directions, sometimes at the same time, and knowing that I had no family in the immediate area to assist, how to overcome financial challenges, how to work together with a partner in making the best decisions when you all kind of want different things sometimes, even though you have the same goal. My adaptability and familiarity with change from a personal and professional level has been my superpower for a long time. I just didn't realize it until last year. That's the beauty about this process and disrupting balance. And that's the beauty and takeaway that I hope you get in all of these stories that you will hear from women who are disrupting balance on a daily basis. Women who had set expectations based on their upbringing and their circumstances and their experiences who have flourished and blossomed into the expectations that they desire for themselves, not based on anyone else's preconceived ideas or notions. Disrupting balance is all about busting myths and breaking balance to live the life that you want. But by embracing your unique, divinely ordered imbalance, there's no need for you to be on that tightrope trying to hold on to all of these things that society says you should do perfectly at every moment of the day in your life. Let things crash, let them burn. You will be able to pick up the pieces and recover. Give yourself the grace and the space in the present moment because it's in these moments that you'll find the peace and the discernment to move ahead. I know that what I decide will determine my destiny and the same thing goes for you. So recognize and embrace the fact that you have a large stake in the outcome of your life. When you feel saddled by all these limitations from the people who love you and the people who don't love you too much, remember you have a choice. You can accept what they're telling you or you can reject it 
and determine what your life and expectations for yourself are going to be. Not accepting those beliefs for me was a major turning point in my life. The value in learning and understanding myself and my natural response to change has helped me to make better decisions to propel my life to the place where I want to be. I'm excited that you're here with me and I want you to know that I'm supporting you on your journey to disrupting balance and I hope to hear from you. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Let me know how you're disrupting balance. Join my Facebook page and just let us all know how disrupting balance is working for you. I really look forward to learning from you and if you're interested in being a guest, go to my website to the Be My Guest section and fill out your information and let me know a little bit about you so we can see about getting you on the podcast to tell your story. I am Hanifa Barnes and I am disrupting balance by believing and claiming that I am the author of my story, walking in a purpose that was uniquely designed for me. Thank you for listening to Disrupting Balance. To learn more about how I'm disrupting balance, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Disrupting Balance. You can also check out my website at www.disruptingbalance.com to get podcast updates and news from the Balance Disruptor community about how you can become your very own master in balancepreneur. Talk soon.